brought to you by Soul Fire Productions. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. Jema. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. I am your host, McLean McGowan. I'm sitting here in my office in Los Angeles. The girls and I have now been back for about three weeks after three months away in Tennessee. And it was a big transition back, but hit the ground running. And it's been a lot coming back, but also really good to be back in our home, obviously back with my husband, back with the girl's dad. And back in our yard, we're redoing our whole uh, yard landscaping garden. So I've been immersing myself in the plants. And that feels so healing, obviously, to be with the plants. They always cheer me up. Um, It's a weird time. continues to be a weird time. And now we are right in fire season. Los Angeles feels pretty narnar right now. The sky is full of ash and smoke, but you can't smell smoke. The sun is like a neon pink red, but it's very eerie. Um, But we have it easy compared to up north, uh, Northern California and Oregon. So I'm sending love out to all of you listening who are up there. You are in my prayers daily. Um, It's an intense time. It continues to be an intense time during this portal, and Mother Earth is definitely crying back. So I hope that we can get through this time quickly and swiftly without too many homes and lives being taken. And I also send love out to all the plants and the animals. The animals get it so hard with the fires. So I just pulled a card for us from the Earth Warriors Oracle by Alana Fairchild. And I pulled the blessing of Kumu, which is no good thing shall be withheld. So I wanted to share that with you. It says, the universe wants to express its creativity, healing, and brilliance through you. It does not want to be limited to repeating what has already been. Newness needs to burst through you into startling expressions of abundant life. You are guided into unknown territory, guided to go beyond that which you have known yourself and your world to be, so that something original and necessary can be brought to life. The universe knows all that you are in need of so that you can best attain your destiny. All shall be provided for you. Expand your faith to allow for the greater workings of great spirit. Resources are coming to you now. If you have been in lack, limitation, or anxiety about such things happening, relax and substitute your stress for absolute trust that the universe will provide all good things with generosity and grace. If you find this challenging, take it one step at a time, reprogramming your heart and mind into new habits of peaceful trust. It will feel much better to live like this. It is not foolishness, but wisdom that embraces such unconditional faith. Know that the provision of all resources required is a certainty. 
The only variables are the details of how the journey unfolds. When you tune into your heart, you'll remember that you are loved, protected, and guided in every moment. Trust the universe. I love that. Definitely feeling into that one as we navigate this portal of awakening. And it's going to be pretty intense through December 2020 on into maybe January 2021. But we are in the height of it. It will, I think kick up and keep going. Uh, Mars is now in retrograde up until November 13th. So the advice that I'm taking from different astrologers I follow, a recent card reading that I got, Vedic astrology reading I got, is to really keep my own counsel, trust my own journey, let other people's experiences be their experiences, and quiet down a bit. And I'm, I'm doing that. I'm sharing less of what might be controversial topics or conversations um, because that's what I feel is authentic to myself right now and really trusting that everything that's happening is happening for a reason and needs to happen. And so um, triggering myself or others is not really helping that situation. And I'm not saying anyone else needs to do that. I'm just saying for me, the next couple of months, I will be removing some of the things that really emotionally trigger me that I like to share about and that are, are very um, important things to my heart, but maybe I don't need to share them as much um, on social media or the public um, because I don't want to receive any backlash. I just don't want any um, negative energy to reduce my own physical, emotional, and spiritual energy through this portal of time. I need to remain as strong and open and full of grace as I can to get to the other side, right? And I see you and I feel you, especially all you moms out there. It has been such a whirlwind, obviously, trying to figure out what our kids are doing, how they're doing, how we can optimize how they're doing. And literally most of the summer I was trying to figure out what our fall would look like. I know I'm not alone with this. Um, still figuring it out. I got some good news about my little one's play school and some um, assistant teacher slash nanny help um, because I really came back and all the things that I kind of was counting on or hoping would be they all changed a bit and it's I've been scrambling I've been scrambling and also at the same time knowing that it would align and it would all work out but in the moment just being so frustrated because I am one of those people I research I re reach out I email I text I when I'm on a mission I really put a lot of my energy into it and I've just been throwing stuff against the wall throwing it throwing it throwing it see what it takes reaching out to that person that person and then each person is also like, you know, 15, 20 emails and texts back and forth. And I know it's just been part of this journey. And it's always good to have friends that can reflect that back to you. But even when I was in it this time, I was very conscious. Like I knew it was all going to work out. And still there are details that need to be figured out. I'm not at the finish line right now. But just knowing that you can control your mind you can control your emotional state 
And even just witnessing, sometimes just witnessing it without even having to change it can be so healing. So even like Tuesday of this week, when I was having a really hard time with the tech of my daughter's homeschool online and just getting frustrated because I had that type A um, perfectionist thing about specific things. I know probably to the outside world, I don't seem like that at all, but I want to do the things that I want to do really well, well. And I was getting super frustrated and I just had to talk myself down and be like, it's okay. It's not a big deal. We missed one course or we're a little late to that class or we didn't submit that one homework. You know, we're all in learning. And thank goodness I had friends that have already been in school a month. They're like, oh my God, you're on day three. Don't even worry about it. Give it another week. And by the fourth day, everything else had really fallen into line. So I just offer that to you. If your kids have just come back to school, whatever that means, just know there's going to be a transition time. Even the first month might be a really big transitional time for all of us in different ways. And to be gentle with ourselves because our kids see that and they're modeling that. So I really, when I could, you know, kind of catch myself in the moment of frustration and anxiety and maybe even like throwing out an F-bomb, just saying to Jemima, my oldest, like, oh, wow, I'm getting so frustrated and I really don't need to be. And, you know, talking that through with her so she could see it. And, um, you know, things are going to land or not land, but I do think they are really watching us right now through this time. And I don't want any of my anxiety to increase my kids' anxiety. So the more self-care, as we know, the more meditation, the more walks, the baths, meditation, 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 spiritual practice, to really move and remove yourself from the doldrums and from the things that you can get an anxiety spiral around and to elevate, right? Because when we can elevate, we move out of that detritus, that humanness, those things that bog us down just because we're trying to control it or we're trying to force ourselves against the flow. But when you can kind of like helicopter up and have a macro view of, of it all, you realize these things aren't that big a deal and things will work out. And oftentimes they work out to the highest good involved of, in ways that we never would have seen before. So this card really played into that of having faith, even when we don't know what it's going to look like, even though we don't know in what way the journey will unfold or what details need to be figured out, just having the faith and the desire and the intention behind all your decisions right now, I think is really impactful and important. So for anyone that needed to hear that with, you know, with you, um, and you know, we don't know what's happening on all the levels right now. We don't have all the answers. We have a lot of questions, but I think we're also on a big scale, at least my friends that I'm talking to, you know, we're all kind of getting exhausted from it all too. And so in a way that's helping me come closer into my own periphery, my own body and let the outside noise fall away even more. And I have gone through big metamorphosis this summer. I truly feel like a snake with a new skin. I've left this old skin behind me. I have a little bit more to go. And 
I haven't really known how to express it in words, even to my closest friends or my husband. I don't, I don't really, I can't encapsulate it right now, but it does feel really big and really new. And I gifted myself when I got back to LA, a Vedic astrology reading with Charlotte Benson, and I will share her info in the show notes. She was on Srimati's podcast, who you all know that I love Srimati. Follow her on Instagram if you don't already. Her podcast is called For the Life of Me. And her last, her most current episode, which is number 134, is called Current Planetary Mood with Vedic Astrologer Charlotte Benson. So I was driving in Tennessee listening to that on a road trip and decided I really wanted to get my Vedic chart read. The woman speaking Charlotte trained with Chakrapani, who was one of the big Vedic astrologers in the world. He lived in LA. And right when I moved to LA 16 years ago, one of my mom's besties was really close friends with Chakrapani. So I got my reading done. And of course, I don't remember any of that. So that was 16 years ago. So I decided when I get back to LA, I'm going to gift myself this reading because I feel like I am in such a transitional moment. And I have to say it was one of the greatest gifts I've given myself recently, possibly even in the past couple of years. She spoke to my soul in such a direct and amazing way. For those of you that don't know, Vedic astrology is an ancient Indian form of astrology way before Western astrology, which is what we know as astrology here in the West. And I love Western astrology. I follow it. But Vedic reached me in a whole new level. And for those of you out there that do Vedic astrology or follow it, you know what I'm talking about. It's almost, well, the way Charlotte explains it, she says Western astrology is a snapshot with a camera and Vedic astrology is like an MRI. It is scripted in the stars for us. And a lot of my signs changed in Western astrology. I am Scorpio sun, Sag rising, Cancer moon. In Vedic astrology, I am sun, Libra, Scorpio rising, and Gemini moon. And the Scorpio rising actually was way more fierce. I have Mars as my Lord and it explains a lot. So basically she was telling me that I am going through what she calls a midlife awakening. Could also be called a midlife crisis, but I don't feel like I'm in crisis. I feel awakened and I feel pretty positive about, you know, about life. Um, you know, as much as I can and with fires and a pandemic and all the, those things hold. But um, yeah, she said that it's not something that everyone goes through in a lifetime. And I've had five planets and major, major, major upheavals. So she was like, yeah, by the end of 2020, your old McLean is done. Bye. Past done. And it just made me exhale like, oh, my God, that's what it is. This thing I've been in and kind of trying to figure out, but then also at the same time not really trying to figure it out, just letting it be, is a huge thing, and it's happening. So anyway, I had a 90-minute session. She talked the entire time. I took 10 pages of notes and recorded it, and I feel 
truly seen on such a deeper, deeper level. So I'm really excited to see what the next six months holds. She also gives you specific dates of things in the next six months to look out for or to use those special dates for specific things. Like these two days may be really great for business. These two days, really try not to get in a fight with your partner, uh, things of that nature. So it can also be great to use for business or partnership or contracts you might be signing, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, that feels really cool. And coming back to my home, which feels like, yeah, we're back in home. It feels normal and it feels like I didn't even go away for three months. It's so weird. Time just does not feel linear right now. It feels just like we're jumping time. And my best friend Victoria is also here. And the last time I saw her was in May, right before I left to go to Memphis. And then she went back to Vermont all summer. So we've been talking to each other from Memphis and Vermont. And we happen to be here overlapping for a month. So that feels really cool and super normal. I know it'll feel weird when she leaves. um, Because a lot of my friends have moved during COVID which is a bummer and a lot more people continue to leave and I don't blame them. Um, I'm excited for them. But anyway, it's just an interesting time. Uh, Our school's stuff looks different. Our friend hangs look different. I'm definitely staying close to home with my husband and my two girls and our yard and seeing some friends and being out at the beach a lot and out in nature in the park that we live nearby up on the trails. So all that feels really normal. I just pray, pray, pray. None of those get closed down again because that's when my mental health really starts to plummet. Um, So this solo talk really was a little bit all over the place, but I guess what I wanted to really kind of ground into is we all in big and little and huge and massive ways are undergoing some form of transformation. And this will continue. So my hope is that wherever we fall in this continuum, where it's, whether it's living um, in new places, whether it's leaving behind parts of our lives that our ego was so connected to, our jobs, our income, you know, the cars we drive, the neighborhoods we live in, The dreams that we had, I mean, the dreams are a big one. The things we've been working towards, thinking like that's the jam, that's the thing. A lot of those are just completely sideswiped right now. Um, And it's forcing us to really come back to the basics. Where are our priorities? I think a lot of people are rattled right now. And I think triggered and I think... Opening up to newness can be so uncomfortable, but it also is so exciting. And when I start to get overwhelmed or anxious, I just circle back to that. I am new. This day is new. It's all new. And really allowing myself to sit in that space. I can feel my body. It can feel like um, nervous system, high vibey, you know, like an almost electrical feeling. And sitting with that and moving through it and allowing for the miracles to come, allowing for the abundance to come, allowing for 
all the goodness to come that I can't even see right now. And to find new ways to be of service, to find new ways to work, to find new ways to be with my family. It's mostly been the girls and me all summer with my mom and a little bit of babysitting here and there. But I know my kids in such a different way now. You know, my little one just turned three. So basically two and a half to three has been locked down and no babysitter, no nanny, no play school. And I know her on such a deeper level now. And that is a huge, beautiful gift. And we won't be going back to the structure of a nanny like we had before. And that's a real newness. And that's really interesting. And we also don't really need that same structure as much because my husband's working from home full time. And he can help with dinner and cleanup and baths. So it's just, it's, you know, counting my blessings every morning and every night, I come back to at least three things I'm grateful for. So just keeping it basic, coming back, circling back when you start spinning out. What are the things you're grateful for in this moment right now? Count your blessings. And try not to get stressed out when you can control it. Try to limit your expo- exposure to things, people, and places that you know will send you down a negative path. I have a very small circle of friends now. I am noticing where my energy no longer meets family or friends. And it doesn't have to be like, I don't like them anymore. It's just our energies don't resonate anymore. It doesn't have to be judgment. It doesn't have to be polarizing. Like, I don't like that person because yeah, 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 yeah. We're all having our own experience, but just knowing what's better for you and learning how to draw those boundaries because Believe me, I have had to learn boundaries like a mofo in the past couple of years. And ultimately, if I get spun out, it's up. To, it's my problem, right? It's not really anyone else's problem. It's my problem. And so it's up to me to create those healthy boundaries for myself. And other people can have big feelings about that. That's fine. But I'm the one that's going to suffer and... My husband's going to suffer if I'm bugging out over stuff and bringing stress into our home, as will my kids, certainly. So, again, it's not about perfection. It's about practice and progress and putting yourself first in a self-loving way. Because when we are as full as we can be, feeling healthy as we can be, then we can spread that to everyone else and actually have the energy to go out there and, like, make big moves. So... This summer, I really went into a cave, and I do feel like now I'm still tired. I'm still feeling all the things, but I'm feeling amped for the future. I'm feeling amped for this fall. I'm coming out in a new way. I'm going to be working in a new way. I'm really excited to start sharing my programs with you guys. And the one thing I have been doing over the summer, and I'm continuing to dial it in, dial it in, dial it in, is my coaching So if you're listening to this and you are wanting or needing some extra support, whether you're pregnant, whether you're not even pregnant, whether you're wanting to become pregnant, whether you're at the end of your pregnancy, wanting to start now planning out your postpartum time, but you don't even know if you want someone in your home or what postpartum care is. If you're newly postpartum and you're in your first six weeks to three months or anywhere on your mom continuum, I am here to help. I am doing 
all the different mom coaching, wherever you are on the continuum or the intention of becoming a mom, I am here. Um, so please reach out. My email is McLean, M-C-L-E-A-N, at motherthemother.com, or you can reach me on Instagram. You can DM me. Email's a bit safer, though, and you can put in heading coaching. And I am more than happy to talk to you, discovery call, free call, about how I can support you wherever you are on your journey right now. I do a variety of packages, so please do reach out because we are not meant to do this alone. We are not meant to do this alone. And I am really excited. My newest offering for everyone is a mom club. And I'll be sharing this week on Instagram. It's going to be, I believe, Wednesday the 23rd. I'm going to kick it off. But follow me on Mother the Mother on Instagram. And deets will be soon to come out. Um, It's going to be a Zoom call. And... My intention is to create a safe and sacred community. So it'll be limited to a small group that commits to a monthly show up and um, it's sacred space. So basically what's discussed at mom club stays at mom club. And that way we are intentionally providing care for one another and ourselves. And I know it's almost feels impossible with kids and babies right now, especially if you have no child care help to carve out that time. But here's the thing. We have to figure out how to carve out the time. That's just a fact. We have to figure out how to carve out an hour for ourselves. So um, I put a poll out. Of course, every different woman had a different time or day that worked for them. So, you know, it might take a little bit to figure out maybe I do two different ones, one on the Saturday, one on the weekday, um, you know, because everyone has different schedules with the different age kids now at home. So um, look out for that mom club coming. We will gather in person soon enough. But until that time, I want as much as possible to create that connection over the internet. Um, And then you can also hook up with people that are in your area in person, you know, and, and create a little bit more community and resources for one another. So Look out for that. And per usual, as always, I'm sending so much love out to all of you. We are co-creating this life together. Let's keep envisioning the world we want to live in, the lives we want to lead, the careers we want to have. None of that is ending. None of that needs to end. We're just reimagining what it can and will look like and helping each other. You know, one thing we've really learned through this portal of time is we have to figure out how to live more in community and helping our neighbors literally and our sisters and our brothers. And, you know, the media wants to divide us. Everyone's pitting everyone against each other, but A, you can turn off the news and B, you can choose love over fear. When you start to get riled up, you can choose love over fear. You can take a deep breath. You can put your feet in the soil You can choose love over fear. Sending love, big, big love out to all of your hearts. J-Ma.